Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, here we go. Stand by. Three, two, one. The thinking atheist. It's not a person. It's a symbol. An idea. The population of atheists in this country is going through the roof. Rejecting faith. Pursuing knowledge. Challenging the sacred. If I tell the truth, it's because I tell the truth. Not because I put my hand on a book and made a wish. And working together for a more rational world. Take the risk of thinking for yourself. Much more happiness, truth, beauty, and wisdom will come to you that way. Assume nothing. Question everything. And start thinking this is the thinking atheist podcast hosted by seth andrews courtney heard my special guest today is a canadian activist probably best known by her online handle godless mom lately she's been doing a lot of talking about QAnon, a subject that is very personal to her. For that reason, she's host of a podcast called Q Dropped. Courtney Heard. Q Dropped exists. Why? Unfortunately, because my parents went down the QAnon rabbit hole. And we don't really know when it started, but it was, we realized it when the vaccine started rolling out. And it's caused a great deal of strife in our family. And things are just not the same. We were a very, very close family. Like we all considered each other our best friends. And it's just not that way anymore. And this is all because of all of this misinformation. And so, to kind of cope and deal with my frustration, anger, sadness, I started this podcast to tell the stories of other people who are like me. No, it's so monumentally frustrating. I was at my mother's house. So, you know, I go back and forth as to how much family stuff I share. And then part of me thought, uh, nobody knows who she is. She doesn't listen to this show. But, you know, so, and, and it bugs me that much that I want to talk about it. But I went over to help out with something and I looked down on the coffee table and there's a copy of the Epoch Times. Now, if people don't know what the Epoch Times is, take a brick, wrap it in tin foil, and have Alex Jones chuck it at your face. Right? That's what the Epoch Times is. It's just a total alternate reality, wackadoodle, conspiracy, nutbark publication that is alarmingly popular. 
And, uh, you know, Fox News is on the television, and she just mostly, an incredibly privileged person, sits around fretting and freaking about oncoming doom, like the impending end of all things. Was that your experience with your family? Yeah, although up here we don't really, I mean, we, we have access to Fox News, but they don't really watch it. They um, Do you have an equivalent? Not on TV, no. We have like... Uh, journalistic out <laughs> journalistic. I say that use that word very loosely. Outlets up here like Rebel News and stuff like that. But my mom was radicalized through the wellness community, the online wellness community. So she's always been into like natural remedies, you know, the woo woo pseudoscience, all that stuff. And uh, we've fought with her over this for many years and it's always been harmless, right? You know, she comes over with a cup of tea. It's not going to hurt anybody. Right. But we didn't realize just how into a different reality she was being dragged through all of this stuff. And one of the people that she followed, his name was the health ranger. He runs natural news, which is a huge website in this section of the internet. And he also happens to have like 200 other domain names and they're all to do with like news and stuff like that. And some of the stuff that he posts is are just like, I can't even repeat it. It's just horrific. And of course my mom just believes everything that he writes because she believed all of his health stuff. And that's kind of how it started for her. And she's always been kind of a worrier too. So so when you talk about the wellness industry, uh, this is, we've talked about this on the show. It's like a trillion dollar thing that almost defies definition, right? What is wellness? Uh, good luck nailing that one down. And then you've got the unregulated wellness peddlers who are, you know, operating outside of any peer review or the FDA or whatever. And that's a selling point. Well, we exist beyond the quote unquote experts because they're the man trying to kick us down and keep us. Out. It's like people who said they that there has been a, a car that runs on water, but big oil the conspiracy of big oil has shut it down so no one can find the blueprints. Now, I'm not a fan of big <laughs> oil, right? But I mean, this is the thinking. Uh, you know, yeah. the more people say this is bogus, the more that's proof that it's legitimate, which is part of the problem, I think. When you say yeah. wellness industry, I mean, what, can you tell me what she was getting into? Yeah, well, she, I mean, it began when she retired, which was around the year 2000. She retired early. And, um, she was bored. Clearly she was bored. She just went on the internet and she found like all these remedies just for like the common cold or headaches or whatever. And they often involved herbs and spices and, you know, just stuff you can find in your garden. And she'd come over whenever I had a cold, she'd come over with a little vial of oil of oregano, you know, and she swore it would cure my cold. But then it started to progress and she started to say stuff like turmeric cures cancer and just crazy stuff like that. And then, of course, it quickly veered into the I don't trust vaccines area of thought. And it was just generally a mistrust of big pharma. And I don't like big pharma either. I think that there's a lot of things wrong with it, a lot of ways we can criticize it. But there's no denying that you know, modern medicine has doubled our life expectancy, especially vaccines. So yeah, it's just been 
arguing back and forth with my mom over the last, like since the year 2000 about whether or not what she believes is factual, how to try and determine what is factual on the internet, how to find evidence, what constitutes evidence. And of course, it's just in one ear and out the other. So I have to ask the question though, Courtney, does your mom know about the Q dropped podcast? What her daughter's doing? (laughs) I asked at Christmas. Um, So, what happened was when my parents, when we were trying to get my parents scheduled for the vaccine and we had no idea that they were QAnon or into conspiracy theories, they kept putting it off and they kept giving us excuse after excuse for why they couldn't do it. And finally, my brother and I were just like, there's something up here. And so we confronted them. We said, what's going on? We can't get you scheduled for a vaccine. And they're in their 70s. So this is important, right? And... um they sent us an email, which I published on my blog, and it's the craziest thing I think I've ever read in my entire life. And it's just filled paragraph after paragraph of wild, crazy theories. And my brother and I, as soon as we got it, we texted each other and we're just like, oh my gosh, they're full on QAnon. So what ensued was arguments over email over the next like three or four months or something like that. And they finally... After a long, long time, they finally said that they heard us and that they were not in it anymore. They didn't believe this stuff anymore. They've been cured of QAnon. And we believed them because they went and got vaccinated and I witnessed it. Like, I went with them. But then, at Christmas, we were under the impression that this was all behind us. And I asked my mom, I said, can I write about this? Do you mind if I talk about this publicly? And they said, no, not at all. My parents have always been an open book. And then, of course, in the beginning of this year, shortly after Christmas, my brother, who invests money for them, logged into their investment accounts and noticed that they'd all been drained. And uh, we were like, "Uh uh-oh. And he contacted them and asked them what was going on. And it was very clear that they were deeply back into it. And they were preparing for the fall of the economy, basically. I guess we have to do our due diligence. I make the assumption that at this point, after several years, people know what QAnon is. You want to take this one? QAnon, it's very difficult to explain. It's a conspiracy theory. It's a set of conspiracy theories that really it encompasses all conspiracy theories and puts them all into like one worldview that kind of centers around Donald Trump. But essentially followers have in years past followed what's known as Q drops, which are just posts on 8chan and previous to that 4chan to websites that are known for trolling. And um, they interpret these Q drops and try to figure out what's going on in the deep state. And so they've, they've developed this giant conspiracy theory that just encompasses all the other conspiracy theories and essentially this is how they see the world when you say deep state you know there's like some hidden clandestine organization holding the puppet strings and satan is involved and the entire democratic party is involved especially its highest tier leaders they love to toss out biden and hillary and You know, there's actual satanic ritual, there's child trafficking, there's the drinking of children's blood, there's the pursuit of the development of an eternal youth serum using the blood of children. I mean, just stuff where you and I, you know, we were to read about it in a fantasy novel, we'd be like, wow, that's crazy. 
but there are people holding on to it. They're holding rallies. What was the, those hundreds of people that showed up in Dallas believing that JFK Jr. was still alive? He's just been kind of meandering through life, and one day he was going to go, and he and Trump were going to save the country. And yeah. I, I despair. You know, I I try not to use words like stupid. But I mean, that's how stupid can you? I mean, what do you look at and you think we may deserve extinction? Like maybe, yes. <laughs> maybe it's time for another species to become the dominant species. Do you ever feel that way, Courtney? Yeah, and sometimes I feel like our species has divided into two different ones because yeah. I just don't feel like I am the same as these people. But an interesting point, though, is that like you want to look at somebody and say, how can you be so stupid? But a lot of these people are very intelligent, highly educated people, my parents included. My mom has a teaching degree from one of Canada's most elite universities, and she majored in math. And my dad has a degree from another prestigious Canadian university in psychology. Um, and that's a good would... point. No, that's a really good point. Uh, it's yeah. like that... Um... That book, Why Smart People Believe Dumb Things. And we get in, you know, the, I think there's a whole bunch of psychology about how smart people are often the best at outsmarting themselves. Yeah, it's um, after talking to a lot of people and also watching my parents, it is absolutely 100% emotional. It's filling some kind of void for each and every person who believes this stuff. And that's why you can't rationalize with them. You can't bring out the logic and the facts and the evidence because they don't want to see that. And they choose not to see that because they're emotionally attached to what they believe because it's providing something for them that they're missing in their lives. Let's talk to somebody in uh, the chat here, somebody on the switchboard, 941. Luke, are you with me? Let's see. Um, not Luke. Uh, oh, I've, I've got Luke. 941, tell me your name. <laughs> uh, paleo. Paleo Clipper again. Hey. Paleo Clipper. Let's talk. QAnon, what do you think? Uh, got QAnon neighbors to the point where they named their dog Sniper. I truly believe that if they didn't have a small child to take care of, that they would have been at the Capitol on January 6th. They're constantly railing against the Democrats, constantly screaming about how Trump and DeSantis and Republicans are the salvation of the country. And we need to make sure that the Satanists don't take over because all Democrats are Satanists. I'm sitting over here keeping my mouth shut because I joined the Satanic Temple. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the TST doesn't believe in a literal devil, which is one of the fun parts about talking yeah. about Satanism. Whenever you're talking to people, you're like, you know, Lucian Greaves founder or co-founder of the satanic temple is a buddy of mine and whenever i tell people in the faith in the christian faith they lose their minds because they think he worships a literal <laughs> satan which means they've done absolutely no research into tst they've never read the tenets of the satanic temple i don't know anything about those people but i find the freak out interesting don't you oh yeah they had put a flag up in their yard that at first i was like oh awesome lgbt no nope. liberty Guns, Bible, and Trump. Ew. That sound familiar to you, Courtney Hurd? Yeah. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, and the funny thing is, is that I'm Canadian, and like we have QAnon followers up here who worship Donald Trump, and they mm. literally try to fight for their Second Amendment rights in court 
which don't apply to us because we're Canadian. <laughs> I mean, we have gun rights here, and it's just very weird. You know, it's y'all are just a bunch of foreigners. We don't listen to <laughs> foreigners. We're Americans. We only care what happens to America, right? And I grew up around this mentality. I don't care what the rest of the world does. We're the greatest country on the face of the earth, America. And uh, I also saw somebody else. They had a T-shirt. I don't know. This is so abstract, but it, it said, Canada, America's hat. And the response was, America, Canada's ass. And I thought, well, you know, touche. <laughs> well played. Mm-hmm. Paley, I'm going to move on to another call. Anything else before I do so? Um, that's all I've got. All right. Hang in there. Thanks for calling. We'll see you. I was out in uh, Sarnia, Ontario recently for an event right on top of the border. And uh, I brought up hockey in front of a live audience. And I thought there was going to be a brawl. Like, like, like y'all are religious about like here we've got football and it's like a religion is hockey a religion in Canada. Yeah, pretty much. But I'm, I'm an apostate from that religion too. (laughs) Eight zero three. Hi, tell me your name. My name is Marcus. Marcus. I appreciate your calling. You're on with Courtney Hurd. We're talking about QAnon conspiracies, et cetera. What do you think? I've gotten out of the faith about six years ago and I've, been a big time listener of both of y'all, but I work for the fire department. I'm in, in South Carolina, unfortunately. <laughs> There's tons of my whole family is basically QAnon without knowing what QAnon is. You know, they're just big MAGA people. But I was, I actually just, sorry, I'm a little nervous because you're fine. You're doing I'm great. I wanted to call in because I'm, I'm a big listener to Seth Andrews. Like, I drive. I, I bought some land in Vermont, and every time I go on a long trip, I'm always listening to all your episodes. But anyways, the first time I ever learned about QAnon was like two years ago. And one of my coworkers, he was working overtime with me, and I I brought it up, and he's a QAnoner. And he showed me, I guess, what got him into QAnon. It was like these four or eight episode documentary. And uh, you have to go on a tour browser to find them because, you know, they got taken off for good reason. And I only got through half of it. Man, it blew my mind wide open, but in a bad way. Like, it just made me like, there's people that actually believe this. <laughs> Anyways, I just wanted to call in because I saw you were live, and I've never actually been on YouTube while you were live. Oh, I'm, I'm glad you called to, in. I always yeah. enjoy listening to people. But yeah, I just uh, I, I don't have any questions or anything, but I just think there's a kind of like a mental sickness. I know you talked about it with people, but there's like a... Sometimes it's not their fault, and sometimes a lot of it is religion. They have this imaginary type of, I guess, wishful thinking that they think exists, and that's why QAnon and all these certain things just take off in their mind, because if you can believe something that's imaginary already from your religion, it makes sense. You know, they can believe whatever they want to and not have to worry about proof or anything. I just think it's insane. <laughs> no, you, you take us, and, uh, I think... I'm, I'm, that's yeah. a good segue into to something. In fact, I'll address it with Courtney here in just a second. But I appreciate you listening on your yeah. commute. And I uh, just yeah. know you're not alone in your frustrations, okay? Y'all have a great day. All right, see you later. <laughs> you too. You seen those articles that say that people uh, who are primed to believe superstition as children have a more difficult time discerning real from fake when they're older, right? I mean, did you come out of an indoctrination? Were you brainwashed? No, that's one of the interesting things about my parents is that I was raised atheist and they were atheists, staunch atheists. And 
there was no religion in my household whatsoever. And my parents still succumb to this. And I think it absolutely provides something for people that is exactly the same thing that religion provides. And I think it's a little bit different for each person. But for my mom specifically, who kind of led this whole thing with my parents, it was control. My whole entire life, my mom has been obsessed with nutrition and staying healthy and living as long as as she possibly can and that's why she grabbed on to the natural remedies and all of this stuff because it gave her a sense of control over when she lives when she dies how healthy she is all of this stuff and I think that that's essentially what it gives my parents right now is this you know when the pandemic hit we all felt lost a little bit and scared and what's going to happen and and this gave them the answer this gave them the feeling of control over that, even though it's an illusion. That's essentially what it provided for them. So it's it's similar to what I think religion provides, because I think re- a lot of religious thought helps people deal with the fear of death. And I think it's the same thing with my mom, for sure. I was reading an article about uh, Jim Caviezel. Apparently, he is starring in a sequel to The Passion of the Christ. And I was thinking about the movie. Uh, he was crucified and he was resurrected. Like, where do you take that? What does a sequel to The Passion of the Christ even look like? <laughs> and as and as Mel Gibson, I used to be a fan of Mel Gibson. I used to love Mel Gibson's movies. And anytime the Road Warriors on, I can't. I have to stop everything I'm doing and watch the entire thing. You know. And then he just lost his mind. Domestic abuse, Holocaust denial, just a toxic, toxic human racism. And oh. So apparently he's uh, he's directing the sequel. Am I understanding this? But Caviezel gave a speech at QAnon conference. It was called the Forgotten Country Patriot Double Down Convention. I shit you not. That's what they <laughs> named it. And he was spouting QAnon conspiracies from the stage to the cheers of the audience. He was giving, I guess there's a Q hand sign or a series of Q hand signs. So, I mean, this is not just a friend's thing. I mean, there are major players who are doing this kind of thing. The Internet's made it worse. How do we defend against this online? I am at a complete loss. I mean, I it's funny because I've been in this atheist community for a long time. And and as somebody who was raised atheist, I could only imagine what it was like to have such stark differing worldviews to my parents or my family. And I I would listen to everybody else's story about that. And now I'm finally relating to all of that, which is weird. But I've just come across nothing. There's no way. I don't think this gets better, to be honest with you. And I know that that sounds bleak, but I just don't see how, unless the internet blows up. Like, I just don't see how this I guess it's an unfair question. Hey, Courtney, how do we fix the world? Yeah, Yeah. it's a very unfair question. Part of me thinks we've got to keep kicking because giving up is not a solution. You know, I don't want to just say, oh, fine, we're going to let the agents of insanity take over. You know, we've got to do something to stem the tide. But I feel your exasperation. 210, is it Carrie? Are you with me? Hi, it's Terry. Terry, forgive me. Thanks for calling. What's on your mind? My significant other has been down the queue hole since 2017 when it just became a thing. And it has been... Crying. That's five long years, Terry. That's half a decade. 
And I know, I know. You know, you're right in the middle of it. Share as much as you want, but what's that journey been like for you? Um, it basically it puts a veil over almost everything that that happens. It's where every single school shooting turns into a false flag. Um, the only one that didn't was Uvalde, and that's because we live an hour away from there. Every single thing that happens regarding politics or religion or everything, it turns into, you know, the Pope is wearing red shoes because of the blood of kids. And I know that you're not supposed to have, like, religion set you apart from other people, but it's like, it's been trying. And I... It's only because I love them is the only reason why I'm still around. The thing that I like to say is that it's not a... Like, because my parents, they would always argue with me and they'd be like, oh, you just you can't handle that we have a different opinion or we're not allowed to have a different opinion. And I always tell them, this isn't a different opinion. This is a difference of morality. You're siding with people who are racist, homophobic, transphobic. You're supporting a man who has assaulted women. And my dad, I mean, my dad was a therapist, a crisis counselor for many, many years who helped women who were assaulted, you know, like, to do that turnaround is just wild, but that's essentially what it is, is that it's it's no longer just a difference of opinion. This is a difference of morality. And if you put yourself in the context of 1930s Germany and people are starting to sort of believe the propaganda, that's not a difference of opinion. That's where we have to start. Like we have to put something down. We have to draw boundaries and we have to say, this is not okay. I'm not going to stand for this. Otherwise we end up like Germany in the 1940s. I want to come back to Germany. I want to come back to Germany. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Terry. Okay. I was going to say that Russell, she was coming from earlier saying that she doesn't think there's anything that can stop it. It can break it. Like unless the internet goes up. I agree 100%. There's a point where the madness has no other escape. And it's like, you can't break down somebody's thought process once they've gone that far. Like, there's no coming back for a lot of these people. And even Stephen Hassan, you know who Stephen Hassan is, of course. Um, Even he said that there's some people that may not be able to come back. And sadly, it's a lot of them. They've gone down such a deep hole that they can't come back. Yeah, I've actually had Stephen, I don't know if it's Hassan or Hassan, I'm trying to remember, but he's an expert on cults and deprogramming and all those types of things. I think that's fair. There are some people who have been liberated from Q thinking. There are people who have been in the most extreme of cults and delusions who have come out of them. So, I mean, I, I don't want to be the guy who says, let's write them all off. But I do, in some instances, I have come to the point where I think we're just going to have to overwhelm them in terms of numbers. We're wasting a lot of our time trying to reason with the unreasonable. And I hate the fact that I feel this way. But at some point, we're simply going to have to, we're going to have to focus on demographically voting reasonable people, evidence-based people, human rights advocates, et cetera, into our governmental offices. Yeah, I think there's something also, like I think people who spend a lot of time on social media, guilty, um, it feels worse than it is, if you know what I mean. Like, I think that their voices tend to be louder than the silent majority. And it's easy to kind of see that, like, there are a lot more of them than there really are. That said, there are a lot. There's a lot, um, yeah. Yeah, but I do think that it's 
you mentioned that some people have come out of it and it's true. There are some people who have come out of it and it's, I think it's important to tackle early. If you notice things happening with somebody that you love, start to challenge their ideas early before they go down that rabbit hole. And other things that have been successful have been like limiting the access to the websites on like your router. You can block certain sites and stuff like that. And also canceling your Fox News subscription. And now stuff uh, you like take that. me into it. You know what? I need to probably come back to that. Terry, I'm going to, I'm probably going to have to pursue this with uh, Courtney for just a few. Did you have anything else for us uh, outside of the, the relationship uh, challenges you've got? I, I just want to say as, as far as I'm aware, because unfortunately, you know, you know, knowing him has connected me with a lot of others who think that way, but I'm not trying to generalize, but I'm not saying all Christians are QAnoners, but I've never found a QAnoner who's not. I look at your relationship and I have a thousand questions. I'm sure it cannot be easy, but I, you know, my hope, my dream would be that you are able to live in a world where you can share values and be on the same side. Even if you have a disagreement about some philosophical or even theological point, you can align in terms of how you feel about human beings and our shared humanity. And that's my hope for you. Okay, Terry? Yeah, thank you so much, Seth. All right, hang in there. See you later. More with Courtney Hurd, Conspiracy, QAnon, and your calls coming up next. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm so thankful for your support on Patreon. You can get this broadcast early, totally commercial free, and you can support your humble host as we head toward 2023. I know things have been tough for everybody. But if you love what you hear and you can spare a few bucks a month, it really helps me do what I do. Patreon.com slash Seth Andrews. Continuing my conversation with Courtney Hurd, co-host of the Q Dropped podcast. Germany. So I used to think that Hitler's Germany and the Nazi reference. I mean, they're overused in a lot of, you know, I've seen all Christians are Nazis. I've seen shit like that. And that drives me crazy. But I used to wonder how in the world would a free nation ever allow fascism to take hold? How could good people ever allow this sort of craziness to happen in their own country? That to me is no longer a mystery. But you you see the propaganda, the misinformation campaigns, the empowering of the hateful and the bigoted, the othering, the dehumanizing. Courtney, I no longer have questions about how a fascist 
can inspire tens of millions of people, right? Yeah, I'm, it's not a mystery to me anymore. And interestingly enough, we, the last two episodes, well, the last episode that was out and the next one that's coming out, we're dealing with Germany because Germany has the second largest population of Q believers in the world after the United States. And I didn't really understand why until I actually talked to these two guests that I had on my podcast. And it's interesting because back when Germany was divided after the war, I mean, also the war as well, the World War II, when fascism took over and propaganda took over, that left Germans feeling a big distrust for authority. And then after that, Germany was divided into East Germany, West Germany. And in East Germany, of course, it was a dictatorship. And those people specifically, that's part of Germany. It has some of the lowest vaccination rates in all of Europe because they just have an inherent distrust for any kind of authority. And rightly so. I mean, you can hardly blame them after what they've lived through. But I just found that really, really interesting. And yeah, I can definitely see how that happens, how that extremism comes into power. I didn't really understand that before, but I definitely do now. I think religious fervor plays into it too. I, you know, if you believe that God has placed an authority with a capital A, a savior figure in a position of power, right? I mean, a lot of the cures, they see Trump as king, right? Yep. And even though he was ousted from his throne, it was done so unjustly by satanic rogues. He remains king. And we must restore him to the throne. It's very much that kind of thinking where they're willing to sacrifice the Constitution, law and order, their personal liberties, democracy, etc. to follow this sort of Pied Piper. I, it blows my mind. Danielle, 863, are you with me? Yeah, yeah. I was just going to, yeah. Um, the hate online. I'm, I live in Florida and I'm transgendered. And I have autism. I love the direction you're going with that. You look at the early, the people fleeing Nazi Germany right before the war, and it kind of feels like that online right now. It feels like we're descending into pure hatred and vitriol. And it's really freaking sad. And there's a pipeline for these people. They, they don't just magically become this one day. They don't wake up one day and go, I want to meet somebody. I, I think that this has kind of been bubbling up for a long time in areas on the Internet that most people don't go. And it's become mainstreamed through certain organizations, groups that use these people as political tools to get what they want. But it scares me that we're going towards a country so divided that we hate each other, that we can't even live around each other, that we can't even work together to make a better country. Do you find it interesting, Danielle, that the people who are so bigoted and discriminatory are discriminating against people who really cost them nothing? Like, you know, I've got somebody I'm thinking about who they are a vehement opponent of LGBT marriage, right? I mean, gay marriage, no, no, no. They shouldn't have the protections of marriage. It's immoral. The sodomites of the Bible, God is going to judge us all, blah, blah, blah. And my response to them is, all right, fine. 
let's say that there's a cosmic wizard who is got some real hangups about gay sex or whatever, gay marriage. If two people of the same gender end up getting married and have a legal marriage contract, what does that take away from you? Like, how does that affect your relationship with your spouse? What's the problem there? And I can never get a good answer except for, well, I, they just make me feel icky, right? <laughs> and I'm struck by so many of the but bigots my, out there. Mine, they literally... Mine is special. Yeah, you don't yeah. understand. Mine is ordained <laughs> by God. If they um, look at somebody different and they're like, no, you, you don't validate me, therefore you are invalid. I think most people don't hate us. I live in a very conservative neighborhood. Like, I literally had a parade of Trump supporters drive down my neighborhood blowing horns and, and stuff in the last election. But I generally get plenty of love in this neighborhood, and I don't think anybody really hates me. It's these certain people that push the, they're coming for your children. They're coming for your family. They're, they're going to, you know... I, I had a, a partner pass away at the beginning of this year, and I loved her so thoroughly. I, I thought she was the greatest person in the world, and she meant so much to me. And when it comes down to it, how is my love for my partner any different than your love for yours? We all love. We all have our committed relationships, our, our ties that tie us together as human beings. To say that yours is better because your God ordained it somehow, it's just disgusting. Well, you're loved, Danielle, and you're supported, and you've got friends and allies here on this call and throughout the audience. And in the state of Florida, I know it cannot be easy, but you got people. Mm -hmm. well, keep on fighting on, and we can make a better world. Courtney, did you have any final thoughts here before I let Danielle go? I'm just really sorry to hear about your partner, and um, I totally agree. I can't imagine being the type of person who has a problem with how somebody else loves, especially somebody they don't even know. I just can't imagine it. Natalie's got a T-shirt that says "Love Wins" on it, and I just, you know, <laughs> I mean, I know it sounds like a bumper it sticker. It probably is a bumper sticker, but I just like you know, "Love Wins." Right? Love or love makes us human. Why in the world would we flip out about somebody, two consenting adults expressing love together in such a bitter and angry and divided and hateful world? I just don't get it. But Danielle, you are loved, and I'm so glad you called. Continue the fight. Have a wonderful day. All right. Courtney, let's finish with a slug for the show. Q dropped. I want to link it in the description box, but give me the kind of give me the, the radio commercial. All right, Courtney heard Q dropped. Releases how many times a month? What is it? Where is it? How? I will queue dropped. It's stories of relationships torn apart by QAnon. You can find it on any podcast platform as well as YouTube. Just search Q-dropped on your favorite platform and we'll be there and you can listen. And if you have a story of Q in your family that's affecting your relationship, we would also really love to hear from you and, and see if we can get you on the show. Yeah, it might be a great release and conversation. I know a lot of our listeners deal with people who have just really, I always say fall down the rabbit hole, but that's so accurate. They just fell down the rabbit hole and they're continuing to fall at warp speed and it's terrifying. 
And again, yeah. linked in the description box so you are easily found. Courtney Hurd, you're amazing. I appreciate your good work. Let's spread some reason in an unreasonable world and not give up and see what happens, okay? Yeah. Thanks a bunch. Thank you. Follow The Thinking Atheist on Facebook and Twitter. For a complete archive of podcasts and videos, products like mugs and t-shirts featuring the Thinking Atheist logo, links to atheist pages and resources, and details on upcoming free thought events and conventions, log on to our website, thethinkingatheist.com.